So we hear, and what a perfect reading following Divine Mercy Sunday to be about baptism. You know, we often hear on buses or street corners from non-Catholics, um, have you been saved? And um, us Catholics look confused. And then they say, have you been born again? Well, Jesus does say that. You must be born anew. But few read his next sentence. What is Jesus's next sentence? He defines what born anew means. Our non-Catholic brethren usually stop there. Born again. Well, ask them, what was Jesus's next words? He defined born again. And what was his next words? That he was, says it right here, you must be born of water and the spirit. Unless you are born from above, unless you are born of water and spirit, one cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, I have said before, I think when you look at all the world's problems right now, we are an unprecedented mess. I am convinced personally, the reason that we are in the mess we are in, people have stopped baptizing their children. You cannot gain the grace on your own. The grace of baptism instills in you the theological virtues of faith, hope, and love. Not on an earthly level. You know, you all know I love Michigan football, college football. That's a natural level. We're talking about love on the supernatural level. You can love your neighbor and your brethren and you can help them here on earth. That's a natural level. But to love at the supernatural level, you must be baptized. Same with faith. You can have faith and, oh, I, I have faith in my, my wife. She'll always be there for me. That's great. That's a natural level. But you can't only have a supernatural faith in the essence of God and the way he exists if you're not unless you are baptized. And so this is the key here. People have stopped baptizing their children. Baptism is not just a symbol of grace. It is the actual grace. And it takes away original sin. But what else does it take away? Punishment. All the punishment. And did you know this is why in the Middle Ages people would wait and prolong their baptism as long as they could? They were playing a risky game because you could die at any time but they didn't want to be baptized in case they fell again. They wanted to be baptized as late in their life as they could be before they died so that they would be cleansed in their soul of all sin and punishment, right? Well, guess what? They went with that idea that I want to be cleansed and therefore I don't want to be baptized till I die. But we have an answer to that. If we do fall, Brother uh, Father Gabe pointed this out this morning, we have confession. We have confession. God knew. He knew when we were baptizing, we would be cleansed and we would be clean that we'd go playing in the gutter again. And that's why we have confession. But he didn't give it completely to you because sometimes that punishment remains. And so when we then have a day like Divine Mercy Sunday, our Lord is giving us what Father Seraphim called a second baptism. This is amazing. So hopefully... You all got to confession, received Holy Communion. If you didn't, please ask for God for the grace now and get as you can, as soon as you can, to the sacraments. Now, here's the thing.
A lot of times non-Catholics will criticize Catholics for infant baptism. Again, saying you got to be born again. Jesus just said it. You got to have the born again experience. Well, they first accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, and then they get baptized. To them, it's not salvific. It's not a sacrament. It's just a symbol of their conversion, a sign of their conversion. So to them, it can't be given to an infant. It's got to be given to somebody who can make the decision. Trust me, everybody. Please baptize your children. If you in this day and age are going to count on them doing it when they become an adult, not going to happen. Not going to happen. You got to do this for them, and it is your parental right and duty. And people don't get that. They leave their children with original sin. Original sin needs to be removed as soon as possible, because guess what? Starting at age seven, they're responsible. The church teaches the age of reason is seven. So if they at age seven are now responsible for every word, deed, and action they do, you're leaving them unprotected. If you're going to say, well, I'll wait till they're 18 to make a decision, you're leaving them completely unprotected for 11 years. And that is a disaster. Just remember, 7-Eleven. The 7-Eleven. At age 7, if you don't have them baptized, you're giving them 11 more years of a lot of trouble. You want to take care of them. That's your duty. All right. At baptism, okay, this is what they say. If you then do it, it is the born-again experience. All right. What about Peter? 1 Peter 3.21. A lot of non-Catholics say baptism doesn't save you. This could not be more unscriptural. The Bible tells us clearly baptism saves us. Listen to 1 Peter 3.21. Baptism now saves you. Can you get any more clear than that? <laughs> not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a clear conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, how about this? Paul and Silas, that Philippian jailer, that um, they converted. They said in Acts 16.33, we are told at the same hour of the night, he was baptized along with his entire family. Who doesn't include children when you say my entire family? This is important. Paul recalled, quote, this is 1 Corinthians 1.16, I did baptize the entire household of Stephanas. And here's my favorite, Acts 2. 38, 39, listen to this. You don't think you're supposed to baptize children? I don't know where this comes from. Read Acts 2, 38, 39. Peter declared, repent and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises to you and your children. There it is. You know, this, this to me is amazing. What about St. Augustine? He, saw, he taught the custom of Mother Church in baptizing infants is certainly not to be scorned, nor is it to be believed that its tradition is anything except apostolic. Right there, St. Augustine is saying the tradition of baptizing children goes all the way back to the apostles. There was nobody else but the Catholic Church for 1,500 years. So these other churches are going to know better than the apostles and the Catholic Church, which had been baptizing children all the way back to the apostles. Listen to this. This comes from the apostolic tradition, 2116. This was around the, the 200s. 
baptize first the children. And if they can speak for themselves, let them do so. Otherwise, let their parents or other relatives speak for them. That's what you're doing. Well, I don't want to make the decision for them. You're the parent. You've got to make the decision for them. Do you let them sit in a messy diaper and say, well, I'll let you decide. You know, he's six months old. <laughs> I'll let my little junior decide at six months old if he wants to change that diaper. No. But fundamentalists try to ignore all of this, and it's a shame. There's no doubt that the early church practiced infant baptism, and there was no uh, disputing this until the Reformation 1,500 years later. So to finish, everybody, when you are asked, have you been saved? Yes, yes I've been baptized. That's the answer. I am now an adopted son of Jesus Christ. When Jesus said you might, but then they say to you, you must be born again. Say yes. And what does that mean, ma'am? You must be born again. Okay, ma'am, what does that mean? Well, it means that you've got to declare Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Yeah, that's true. But what did Jesus say it means? His very next line in the Gospel of John. You must be born of water and the Spirit. This is biblical. You know, Divine Mercy Sunday, as we said, it's not a second baptism, but it's like a second baptism because it just wiped away all your sins and punishment just like baptism. What a beautiful connection. And you know, it does say, Baptism saves you. What about Mark 16, 16? Quote, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. It doesn't say he who believes will be saved. Mark 16, 16 says he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Jesus, uh, John 3, 5, Jesus answered, very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. We just read that. We just read it. So don't despair if somebody you know has not been baptized. Remember, God is, we are constrained by the sacraments. God is not. God can go beyond the sacraments. Don't despair if your grandchildren aren't baptized and the parents refuse to. Now, remember, only one parent has to agree to the baptism. If your daughter is married to some man who says, absolutely, I'm emphatic, I don't want these children baptized, and she does, you can go have those children baptized. Only one parent has to agree to have a child baptized. And so get your children baptized. But again, don't despair. If someone is not baptized, can they still go to heaven? Yes, if they have the desire. If they have what we call baptism by desire or baptism by blood. Baptism by desire is those who don't know. Maybe they're non-Catholic. They don't know about the sacrament. They don't understand the sacrament. But they have the desire to be cleansed of sin and punishment and be united with God. God can work with that. But if you are a Catholic family and you understand the sacrament of baptism, you need to do it. And then there's the baptism by blood. If you die giving your life in faith uh, or um, in service to God, standing up for the truth, 
you also, that's called baptism by blood. And we have many martyrs in the last century, more than almost any other century before they gave their life. Those were baptisms by blood. And so they also too can get to heaven. And so how fitting that the day after Divine Mercy Sunday, God gives us a reading about baptism. Because in baptism, we were cleansed completely of sin and punishment, but we never really got that cleansed again. That's why people didn't want to get baptized early. They wanted to be cleansed at the end. Now you can. You can be cleansed. Divine Mercy Sunday. What a gift that we were just cleansed of all sin and punishment. And again, if you didn't make it or you didn't understand it, right now, just make an act of contrition, telling God you're sorry for your sins. Get to conf uh, communion. Make a spiritual communion if you can't, if you're bedridden telling God to come into your heart. Unite with him if you can't sacramentally, as we hear in a minute in our uh, after communion, we hear, we read the spiritual act of communion. Lord, I cannot now unite with you sacramentally, but please unite with me spiritually and ask God for this amazing grace. What Jesus did for us yesterday, we will never fathom on this side of eternity. He gave us the most incredible gift let us give thanks to him for his mercy, because this gift is beyond even the angels can't comprehend it. And he gives it to us right here. And Stockbridge, Massachusetts is the epicenter of divine mercy in the whole world. Even Poland, when I was at our general council meeting in Rome just a few months ago, even Poland acknowledges that the epicenter of divine mercy in the whole world is Stockbridge, Massachusetts. This is amazing. And when you have that grace on this hill, despite our brokenness, you will get grace when you come here. And open your heart, though, to receive it. That's all God asks of us. The A of ABCs, ask for God's mercy. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, 
prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.